Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. And we're back with the world according to Kyle podcast. Uh, started with the sports report and uh, had to wait a couple days. Um, here, just let me get my volume fixed a little bit here. And I had to wait a, a couple days to uh, do my next one. I think I recorded. Uh, I think I recorded first uh, my, the sports report on uh, on Wednesday, and uh, it isn't. Or sorry, Tuesday, and now uh, it's uh, it's Friday, and uh, we're here to do the regular world according to Kyle episode this will uh be on um the second half uh the second half as opposed to the first half normally which um i'm gonna leave time descriptions uh below so if you're uh, a fan of uh the the normal news slash fun uh talk then uh you'll be able to zip right to it I uh, hope you enjoyed the sports report if you're here for both. Um, the sports reports are going to get a bit longer since uh, NFL is um, my thing. Uh, I like talking about the the footballs. So uh, I'm going to give out plays um, and all that. Um, right now as I'm recording, it's uh, 5.30 uh, on, um, on a Friday. I am waiting for the UNC game to start. Uh, in case you want a little extra, a little extra nugget, uh, I well, actually, this isn't even going to be out in time for for you to bet it. But I did bet UNC uh, uh, minus five and a half. I believe the line's going up. So uh, yeah, uh, hopefully, when you're listening to this, I I won that bet. Um, but. Play. Let's get started. Uh, let's get started on uh, the regular TWA2K uh, material uh, today. What to start with? Um, okay, I wanted to start with uh, the Lo- Logan Paul, uh, Logan Paul um, Stan, uh, and he is a Stan, and that is the correct use of the word Stan. Uh, that is somebody who uh, quit their 100k a year job and uh, went to go bug Logan Paul after um, his fight, hoping to perhaps uh, get to work in his uh, sex compound where they sign NDAs to anybody who uh, enters there because, you know, he probably thought that would advance his career, if you know what I mean. Uh, and, um, that got me to thinking is, that is the perfect use of the word Stan, uh, to to describe, uh, the, the type of person that, uh, the guy who, uh, when it approached Logan Paul, uh, is. That, now, I see people fight. The people are so dumb with words right now that it literally makes my mind melt. You have to excuse me. I am drinking a beer as I am uh, as I am recording this, uh, fresh off of work and about to go into work tomorrow for a full six day work week. Um, so uh, helps me wind down. Uh, in case you're wondering, I am drinking a lovely Stella Artois. Uh, you Americans wouldn't know anything about good beer, so you probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, uh, anybody else, oh man, this is a fucking delicious, uh, delicious primo beer. I, I like it better than Heineken, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, that's, um, that's something that, uh, kind of, uh, it really irks me a little bit, is, uh, people's incorrect use of, 
of these words because they were words and phrases for a reason and now all of a sudden like with the word stan it is starting to uh mean the opposite of uh what it was intended for such as in other uh, examples like the word literally now literally means the opposite of liter of literal <laughs> so the, the so what happened with Logan Paul is that is the uh that is a stan that is somebody who comes and bugs a uh, a artist or bugs uh, uh, uh somebody who has reached uh you know elite uh, societal status and it's not quite a fan because a fan just appreciates uh the artist and the artist in and of themselves a stan is someone who thinks uh thinks that the person who uh made a life for themselves owes them something and uh or wants to work with them or is constantly bugging them and uh, and that is a correct use of the word stan it's not to describe oh i'm a total uh lamar jackson stan uh okay you're like are you trying to follow him around like uh you know get him to like fucking do shit for you and sign autographs and guilt trip him and no so stop fucking using words uh not what they're intended to pick up google and clearly you don't know what you're saying you're just trying to use a catchy a catchy buzzword to uh to describe something i'll give you another perfect fucking example of that the term gaslighting now if you want to know what actual gaslighting is, I recommend you watch the movie Gaslighting, uh, the old school uh, black and white. I know your attention span uh, can't handle anything that's not uh, uh, causing you to have a, a, an epileptic seizure uh, from... Uh, some stupid superhero movie. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be hard to judge, to trudge through that, but uh, uh, g give it a chance, and uh, you'll actually understand the correct use of the word gaslighting. It is not a synonym for lying. Gaslighting is not, once again, I repeat, a synonym for lying. You cannot say somebody is trying to... Uh, lie to you uh, is not somebody trying to gaslight you someone trying to misrepresent the truth to you is not somebody trying to gaslight you somebody who's trying to gaslight you is uh telling you a clear falsehood and attempting to uh attempting to either insinuate or tell you directly that uh you are uh mentally broken that you something is uh wrong with your mind uh something is wrong with your mind that you are not uh seeing uh that you're not um seeing this falsehood it's like um it's like uh it, it, okay i'm recording this into a microphone it's like uh, uh i'm record and if an example of gaslighting would be as like hey uh, do you see this here? It's like, uh, um, this is a sunflower. It's like, I'm actually talking into a sunflower right now. And then the person says, no, that's somewhere. He's like, no, this is a sunflower. And I think, are you okay? Are you, are you, are you all right? Maybe you need to see a doctor. I don't think like that's gaslighting uh, in a very, uh, loose sense. It's not, uh, it's not, it's not like, uh, it's not telling a fib. It's not uh, telling a white lie or an exaggeration or pretending to lie to uh, to. Uh, it's it's not cre it's not lying as or creating a false reality, attempting to convince someone uh, uh, of a false reality. It's only if it's accompanied by uh, that other person, uh, the person who is lying, all uh, also attempting to. Uh, to convince the other person that they're uh, psychologically damaged. See, that's the important part of the gaslighting. That's where it is different and it differentiates from just regular lines. So keep that in mind, folks. 
I know it might be tempting to uh, not uh, babble off uh, buzzwords, but the reason that they were created was not so that they can be uh, used as euphemisms. The reason they were created was because they describe something that is happening. And just because they sound cool saying doesn't mean you should say them at, uh, at, at, at every... Doesn't mean you can create a different... Um, a different uh, use of the word in order to uh, say it more frequently, which is exactly what is happening with the terms both stan and gaslighting. So, unless you want to sound like a total fucking moron, then uh, which uh, you are if you use the words these way these ways, then just fucking cool it and wait for an actual opportunity to uh, to to use these words. Because uh, you're looking pretty stupid when, uh, uh, at least to me, maybe to people who uh, don't understand uh, or don't know any better, they don't give a shit. <sighs> people. Alright. <clears throat> Next on the docket. Uh, this, this is a new segment. <laughs> we're, we're calling it a segment anyways. This, uh, this segment is called Get That Take Out of Here. All right, so uh, up on, uh, so we got, uh, we got, we got, an, we got a take we need to, whoosh, we need to fucking smash into the fucking bleachers, okay? Uh, and that take was uh, Trey Young, um, a very uh, promising young uh, point guard for, um, the Atlanta Hawks, uh, he had something to say. <laughs> he, he was asking, uh, on Twitter, he's like, after, um, the Drake album dropped, he's like, uh, does this mean Drake just passed Hove? Insinuating that, is Drake now a better artist than Jay-Z? Uh... No. <laughs> now, my my uh, re initial response to this was, now I don't want to uh, I don't want to sound like t uh, a dick, like I I'm a Drake hater or anything. I live in Toronto. Drake does great things for the city. Uh, Drake seems like a good person. Um, you know, uh, I don't hate people who. Just because they uh, are making money or because they're successful, like, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, because, uh, you know, a pop star sells more albums or their songs are more popular that they are necessarily better. And before, like, um, the 90s, maybe uh, early 2000s, maybe 80s, that, that could have been the case, that the, the popular stuff what, didn't necessarily mean that just because you're popular, it was bad or it was shit. Uh, but now, today, it, the you cannot be a good artist, you can, or sorry, a great artist and be very popular because it's just, you're, uh, if you're a uh, popular artist, it's because, you know, you uh, are very watered down. You're very corporate friendly. You don't say things that offend people. You uh, try to placate to the lowest common denominator. Uh, you try to um, you try to be uh, you try to offend as little people as possible. So, and that's the opposite of uh, of where good art comes from. So, the. Um, so so now that now that I, now that I've said all that, like my uh, initial response was that no, was that I don't think that I think the motto is the only Drake song that can compare with uh, Jay Z's say top thirty, and that's legit. That's a legitimate. Uh, that's a legitimate criticism, uh, or not criticism, but it's a legitimate take. Because I'm not a critic of Drake, but I mean, I think if you, th I think if you think that um, Drake is on any kind of level with Jay Z, you're 
uh, you're very mistaken and you're very off and I think you need to um, you need to listen to some better uh, some better hip-hop um, and I, re- <laughs> I really don't know what to tell you at that point uh, I just don't I would not respect your opinion uh, that you listen to all of uh, you listen to Jay-Z's entire catalog and you listen to Drake's entire catalog and you th- and you think that the two are comparable at all. And I'm not the biggest Jay-Z guy either. Like, I think, um, I think Blueprint and Blueprint 2 were his last, like, uh, really great albums. The Black Album was, like, the start of, uh, the denouement of, uh, Jay-Z. But by then, like, he had already amassed, like... You know, so ma- so many good songs, and the songs are real. Like the songs are, um, maybe with Drake, the issue is like uh, uh, all of it is ego with him. Like with Jay Z, you can you can see that that is a guy who gener- genuinely had to uh, work his work his way up from nothing. That you know that created a uh, created a, an empire and created art from nothing and that he really um you can tell he has a lot of heart and a lot of soul and he really uh he really he really um reflects like uh, a a struggle a struggled life like nothing um nothing came easy to him and uh and even if you go like by lyrics also like there name one like Name one song that Drake has that is, like, lyrically better than, like, Jay-Z's top 25. You just can't. He's not a better lyricist. And also, also, Drake has some of the fucking wackest beats I have. Like, at at some, he needs to find someone to work with that, like, uh, you know, uh, that uh, uh, reflects his style that he can work with um exclusively like some of these beats are like straight up a fucking joke like like oh yeah i'll fucking kill that like do 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 yeah i'll rap on that (laughs) i'll rap on that and it's just that on a loop like the whole the whole fucking song and like it's good that he can uh he can create so um so freely and that you can give him anything and that but i mean like you know you have enough money to find a, to find a solid uh a solid producer to to do your shit like uh you shouldn't settle for these uh for uh for these like very simple simple ass simple ass beats like uh you know you don't need to you don't need to do that well maybe maybe he does i don't know but that's my take anyways no drake hate but like i mean like don't don't compare him with jay-z just like i would say you know don't compare jay-z to fucking tupac because he he ain't tupac and that's where i'm like uh i differentiate myself whereas like you know some people think jay-z is like uh is like the the greatest you know the the goat and you know honestly he he's good at making good hits but also having like a uh having like a ruggedness and having like a, a a soul a soul to them that's like and and being like a good a good a good le- a very high quality lyricist where like you know I, it's just we're gonna go on about this in my music takes uh, a lot in the upcoming future and like what I feel differentiates uh, good from bad music. Let's not uh, let's not dive into it too deeply. Other than to uh, say to say to Trey Young with that tweet, get that tweet out of here, <laughs> get that trash out of here. Mm. And speaking of uh, Twitter and uh, tweets, um, I got my very first, very uh, very first ever ban from social media. Uh, not like permanently, but um, I got a twelve-hour ban from Twitter and. Uh, uh, let me uh, throw this out there to you, and you maybe you 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 all can tell me uh, whether you think it was uh, warranted or not. Um, so, 
if you do recall, there was a story where um, the uh, this guy was on an airplane and he was, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, and he was uh, sexually harassing um, two two uh, women. I don't know if they were stewardesses, but sexually harassed one and then the other, and then so they had to uh, duct tape him to uh, to the, to his seat because he was just. Um, a belligerent, you know, autistic, uh, fucking idiot, and he couldn't be, uh, he couldn't be, um, contained, so they had to forcibly contain him. Um, so, uh, after, like, I, I posted on one of these, uh, uh, sites that was, um, that, that was, uh, that was putting, uh, this, this news story out there for us to, uh, for us to bask in. And uh, uh, so I said, here, here was the exact tweet. Quote, I said, throw him off the plane next time. End quote. That's what got me uh, banned from Twitter. Um, which, it seems like that's obviously a joke. I mean, to me, uh, <laughs> to me it seems like it's a joke. Like, because... If you open the plane, uh, everyone, a lot of, a lot more people than just him are going to die. I wasn't, I wasn't actually uh, say like I mean it would be silly that, to think that uh, I'm serious about that. Meanwhile, uh, Twitter. If you fucking scroll through, you'll see a shit ton of proud uh, anti-vaccination. Uh, banter going about on uh twitter which is actually costing real lives here okay so uh it kind of seems like twitter's maybe overcompensating a bit for the fact that they're not really doing all that much about uh about anti-vax uh propaganda which is uh leaving people uh which is killing a lot of people um yeah, it, I mean, so so you can have somebody, you know, say, oh, I don't take the vax, it's my body, I do what I want, and that's okay, which, which by the way, leads, is leading to a modern genocide, which is killing millions, uh, which has killed millions of people worldwide, but me, jokingly, him serious, he, he was serious about that shit, now me, jokingly, uh, saying uh, to to oh throw him off next time. <laughs> Obviously, it's a joke. I'm joking about that, and it's fucking clear as now that's the issue. Why are why are we uh, why are we doing this? Uh, is it like oh more than three people with a blue check mark uh, believe uh, it, are hardcore anti vaxxers So uh, you know, I guess Twitter, you know, they with their hands are tied. Uh, you know, three blue check marks uh, are, are fucking uh, are are uh, hardcore anti-vaccination is like well uh, okay let's avoid that oh this blue check mark made a clear joke about uh, about throwing someone off a plane which is uh, clearly uh, not even possible so uh, yeah uh, let's ban them um, just feels like uh, like Twitter might be overcompensating a little bit to uh, contributing to um, millions uh, of deaths by by allowing fervent uh, anti anti-vaccination uh, uh, materials to spread. <sighs> now, do you want to be even more confused about uh, trying to um, trying to tree or trying to get a um, feel for my mindset? <clears throat> well, let me drop this doozy on you. Okay. So, uh, you, we, we recently, uh, had an, um, ha, had Trudeau announce that, uh, he is calling an election. Now, uh, what a time, uh, to, to do such a thing. But, uh, you know, I guess he just couldn't resist the opportunity to, uh, go against a guy in a turban and a 
conservative that uh, most people would uh, would uh, confuse with a uh, slate of drywall. So, you know, uh, those kind of odds to uh, get a majority government, uh, he just couldn't turn down during a, during a, a, a four, during the fourth wave, get out there and vote, get out there and vote. Hey, a thousand, hey, well, cases are going up and everything. Well, you know, Trudeau just couldn't turn down the opportunity, uh, to go against Guy and Turbin and uh, conservative nobody can remember. Those are some good fucking odds. So, uh, you know, you kind of get it from his point of view, but, like, uh, from, like, a rational humanist, uh, you know, which he pretends to uh, be, uh, which he pretends to be a fucking do-gooder liberal, uh, but, uh, you know, regardless, no, we have to have, have to have this election. Now, the prospect of, um, and, uh, you know, uh, credit where credit is due to, uh, my American brothers and sisters, uh, a, the, um, the, they did it right as far as fixed term limits are concerned because the prospect of having Trudeau or anybody for that matter uh, in uh, the highest public office for 20 plus years is fucking frightening. You guys had to deal with Trump, but the most you were possibly going to have to deal with him for was eight years I might have to deal with Trudeau for fucking 25. Like, that is an offense to democracy, and it should not be tolerated. And checkmark, you know, credit where credit is due. That's where fucking Americans got it right. And now going back to where I was telling you, I'm really going to get you confused and twisted with uh, how I intend to vote this election now. Based on me and uh, what you know about me so far and the fact that I'm a vaccinated individual and the fact that um, that um, that I personally feel that if you do not have a good reason to be vaccinated, uh, if you do not have a good reason to not be vaccinated, sorry, if you do not have a, a good reason to not be vaccinated, that you should be vaccinated, that just saying it's my body and it's my choice is not a good enough reason. And uh, it's, it's a little uh, sociopathic, if, uh, if I may use a very, uh, a, a very selective, you know, boink, pull out a fucking selective word from the word jar. I think it's very sociopathic to, uh, to, to not be vaccinated if you do not have a uh, major underlying health concern, immunocompromised, uh, severely aller uh, allergenic, etc., etc. Uh, if you do not fall under those categories, or if ha if you do not have um, uh, 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 severe allergic reactions to vaccines in the past, that uh, it is uh, it is uh, a little uh, a little on uh, the apathetic and sociopathic uh, side of the ledger. It is not simply just uh, it's my uh, I'm choosing something that's that that uh, is my body. I do what I want. I don't give a fuck about a lot of things, but I think that uh, in a nutshell, that uh, uh, if you're not getting vaccinated and you don't have a really good reason, that uh, it is, uh, it, it is it, I, I don't get it. <laughs> um, so, but that being said, so who would you think I would vote for uh, under, with, with knowing this pretense? Now, you might say, uh, I, maybe I would vote NDP, or maybe I would vote liberal, or maybe even, hey, you want to vote conservative, but none of the above. I, uh, when the vote is, when we're uh, eligible to vote in September 20th or 22nd or whatever, I will be voting for the PPC, <laughs> for the People's Party of Canada. What? 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 No, I know, right? Uh, Maxime Bernier is kind of anti-vaccination, and uh, and his and and um, anti-mask, etc. I just uh, it's like the COVID issue. Here's how I sum it up: 
is that the COVID issue is not the number one issue for me. Um, I And personally, I think that none of the political parties have got COVID right. So as confusing as it sounds, um, if I am given, given the choice of options that I have, um, we're eventually either gonna, uh, gonna get rid of COVID or we're gonna have to live with it. There's no, no two other ways. And at the rate we're going and, um, as predicted here on the world, according to Kyle podcast, Maybe it was like number three or number two. I, I said that people are getting a little too um, optimistic about this vaccine rollout and, uh, and, and the fact that it's going to fucking cure, cure everything. And, uh, and I said that there's going to be maybe just enough, uh, just enough people who are uh, not going to get it that it's going to f- fuck things up. And, uh, you know, who knows, maybe with, uh, since they're talking about the vaccine boosters and coming up with boosters that, um, that, uh, who, who knows, uh, maybe, um, uh, maybe, maybe the Delta variant, uh, will spread so much that, uh, that, uh, the prior shots, uh, won't matter. And yes, I will get the booster if it, if it comes out, as long as it's an mRNA vaccine, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Um, like I don't have a problem with putting a synthetic protein in my body. Like, you know, if we're talking about like an actual, uh, an actual like virus or putting in a like scant amounts of an actual virus, then, uh, then maybe like, right. But, uh, if it's, if it's MRNA, I don't have any issues with that. No, I'm not going to be using fucking horse, uh, (laughs) horse tranquilizer or whatever the fuck, the whatever the fuck they're they're using unless hey if it gets if it gets rid of covid if that's a difference between fucking getting this shit out of uh out of the world completely and uh going on to norm then i'll fucking do it i guarantee you but uh so i i just don't think that uh it's going anywhere liberals have fucked this up conservatives have fucked this up every ledger down the aisle has not been uh right about how to uh about how to handle covid so that's going to be the number one issue uh in voting for a lot of people but it's not going to be for me because i realize that everybody fucking everybody tanked this okay nobody uh nobody had the right solution uh and uh and especially in Canada, none of the uh, everything that we were doing was so reactionary. There was no plan. All we're doing is reacting to higher numbers. We're not ha- going in with with plans. So um, to kind of uh, to have like a make or break of the election on specifically COVID is a little stupid because there's nobody that's uh, really really getting this situation correct. Uh, but why I why I am voting for uh, Maxime Bernier of the People's Party of Canada is because um, at uh, his core issues, aside from you know not being vaccinated and not wearing a mask, at his core, I think he has the correct the correct vision for Canada uh, going forward. Um, he, he wants to have a more like, uh, he wants to be open for business. He wants to have less taxes. He wants Canada to compete with America in, in, in a business sense and to not have the government control every little aspect of our lives, uh, through bureaucracy and, uh, red tape. He, uh, like those are the, now you want to talk about COVID? Fine. You want to talk about, uh, you want to talk about um, whatever, whatever gripe you have with him. Those are, at their heart, core issues which are negatively affecting Canada. Is uh, the red tape and bureaucracy and bureaucrats fucking uh, fucking everything up? Uh, and besides that, um, I had this the had this discussion with uh, someone the other day. Is that um, when when we vote for these people, Doug Ford, Trudeau, 
they can all be overturned by these uh, by their the people that they uh, hired in the positions. So you're not actually so when you're voting for somebody with a platform, they can get overrun by the medical chief medical health advisor. They can get overrun by like. I don't want to. I don't want to vote for. Uh, I don't want to vote for people for the face that's telling me what the fuck I'm gonna do. I want to vote for the person that actually has the power to do it. Doesn't that make more sense? I mean, I know politics is kind of outdated, but I mean, like for uh, for somebody like Trudeau is the leader of the country and he's the highest office in the country, and so. What does that even mean if uh, if he has to be subservient to um, crazy cat lady Davila on every little thing she has to say uh, about the coronavirus? Now uh, that that's that's that is something that is an issue with me, and those are things like I think Maxime Bernier will uh, uh, will go against very hard. The, uh, all of our tax dollars that are funding uh, the CBC and these shitty fucking uh, shitty fucking television and radio uh, radio shows that your tax dollars are going towards propagandizing you, okay? That needs to be cut out of the fucking system. That needs to go. That uh, in order for Canada to prosper, the major issue with Canada right now is that we are not uh, business friendly. And that the major issue why uh, uh, all these businesses flock to America is because they have a lower tax rate and that they're treated more fairly. What the fuck if I if I owned like a, a major company, why would you want to fucking build it here? So you can get reamed like 50% in taxes and have your um, have your profits taken away from you so that uh, so that um the government in turn can tell you so bureaucrats can tell you exactly how to run your business and force you to comply with standards who do you think knows better about uh, about a business the owners or the fucking bureaucrats uh, uh, elected by by the gov by the government now that is a core issue for me and Maxime Bernier is the only one fighting against that now I did vote for Doug Ford. I did not vote for the People's Party of Canada uh, uh, um, uh, premier premiership. Uh, simply for one reason is that I wanted to make sure Kathleen Wynne didn't get <laughs> didn't get elected. Could you imagine going through coronavirus with fucking Kathleen Wynne as our premier? No, 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 no thanks. And every party in Canada, conservatives included, are um, are in favor of um, of high taxes, high red tape, high bureaucracy, and that's just something that it, it, Canada needs to be competing with America. And if we want to stay America's fucking bitch and America's uh, retarded uh, cousin in the north, then. Keep keep on doing what we're doing and giving money to um, to all these fucking useless Ministry of uh, Shenanigans and uh, Ministry of Cultural Diversity and um, Ministry of fucking uh, this that and the other uh, all these useless fucking uh, positions. How about instead just having entrepreneurs be able to do whatever the fuck they want? Uh, how, here, here's something to chew on. It's like, uh, how, how uh, do, do, Yahoo was would could have been the next Google, except they had to pay fucking all all the money in taxes that they do. Maybe fucking uh, 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 there's a, like the D Wave company, the um, quantum computer company uh, out in uh, BC. See what's gonna happen with them is that they're either gonna have to move to the states or they're gonna get twenty-five uh, percent more of their profits sucked from them from the government, and they're able to innovate less and create less. We need to be better for business. We need to be uh, at least put them on the same level as everybody else. 
getting taxed. Don't put somebody on a higher tax bracket just because they make more. It's crazy. And uh, the NDP are fucking top top nut jobs with this. Um, Jugmeet Singh just announced that he wants to have a 75% capital gains tax, which is insane. Uh, we already have a 50% capital gains tax. So if you don't know, um, if you have an asset and uh, you sell it, uh, and you sell it, that's and you sell it for more. That is called the capital gain. Uh, so what Jugmeet Singh is doing is so he says he's doing this in order to fight against um, uh, what's it called? Uh, people who are like buying tons of properties and flipping them, like um, uh, say you know people who uh, come here, uh, rich. Um, rich billionaires in other country come here and they buy up shit tons of properties and then they they flip them uh immediately f or flip tons of them and make tons of capital gain money but if you're having a 75 percent capital gains tax guess who that also affects crypto and stock traders who which i am both um and god if it if Jugmeet, if Jugmeet Singh gets in office and uh, he's trying to tax, uh, and I'm trying to get 75% tax rate on my capital gains uh, that I made, uh, that I made with crypto, and uh, I, I'm off to the fucking Caymans. I'm, <laughs> I'm, you will never, if I made a shit ton of money and they're trying to tax me, uh, they're trying to tax me 75% on my capital gains. Canada, you will never fucking see me again. So, <laughs> so vote accordingly. Maybe you want that. Maybe you want me out of here. So, uh, an NDP vote <laughs> might be it. Might be something that uh, that you might desire uh, to do to get me the fuck out of here. Maybe that's your core issue. Maybe your core issue is getting fucking the world according to Kyle the fuck out of Canada. Which, uh, can't really blame you. <laughs> Haters gonna hate. Uh, what else is here? What else do I have to go to, to go to go on? Now, uh, I just, I just, I just want to say something really quick. Is that um, a, a quick little uh, tidbit of advice to anybody uh, who I'm dealing with? Is that. I have benefited from once having lived with nothing, also known as rock bottom. So there's no way you can coerce anybody into doing what you want by threatening to take petty material things away from them. Like say if you are in a relationship or a uh, roommate or, uh, or a friend or, or something. Somebody who has once hit once hit rock bottom, you can that is a benefit uh, from having hit rock bottom. Is that no nobody in the world can uh, coerce me into doing what I want by or doing what they want uh, me to do by uh, by threatening to uh, not give me something. It's like I you know I I have I have been I have been. At rock bottom, I have lived with nothing. There is nothing you can give or take from me that is going to sway me. Uh, that that is going to sway me either way. So uh, so that is that is a benefit uh, of having to uh, of having once lived with nothing of having hit uh, rock bottom. Now here is a uh, here is a group of people that need to hit rock bottom faster that maybe they think they're they've bottomed out but they they're not is that now I'll preface this by saying that uh, I am a weed smoker uh, I do enjoy the herb uh, but I don't think it, it like I'm not a cliche stoner type uh, I do I do not uh, uh, I do not like uh, waste away in a couch fucking playing video games or watching Netflix. Um, you know, I just think it, it, it enhances what I, I use it to enhance whatever I, whatever I'm doing. Um, and it's not a detriment to how I uh, to how I operate. It just gives me a little uh, uh, it just it, it just is a stimulant almost. It uh, it just makes me feel better about whatever. 
uh, mundane task I'm doing. But I'm starting to have a little gripe with uh, certain types of people who uh, are just addicted to weed and like are so addicted to weed that they can't live without it on a day-to-day basis and they are genuine, you know, melt-in-the-couch fucking uh, stoners who like, you know, are carrying their bongs around with them and who need to destroy their lungs in order to get high because they've had THC rolling through their system on a daily basis since like grade eight take a fucking break for a little bit either that or there's nothing that's more fucking pathetic than somebody who shows crackhead uh tendencies with marijuana like am i am i wrong here is there like i would almost prefer somebody to get a real hardcore drug addiction and hit rock bottom instead of like you know miserably and oafishly uh going through life in this kind of semi-comatose uh zombie-like state because they constantly need to stay high and uh and they constantly need to smoke in harsher and harsher ways and higher quantities like if you're spending fucking five hundred dollars a month on weed and if you need to fucking uh if you need to fucking, uh, to, uh, to collapse your lung and fucking, if you're choking your fucking guts out af- after you, uh, be, and if you can only get high by, by doing that, fucking get a real addiction, man. There's nothing more pathetic than a fucking, than a fucking pothead who exhibits like crackhead, like, uh, crackhead, like tendencies with pot. It's just absolutely one of the most fucking pathetic things that I that I have ever uh, personally seen in my life. It's like that uh, half-baked thing. It's like, this ain't no, this man's a fraud. Boo this man. Boo. I used to suck dick for coke. Boo. That's what you are. You're that, you, it's like, get, grow up, get a real addiction. Pot is not an addiction. You sh- and you and if it's fucking costing you fucking five hundred dollars a month, if you're coughing your lungs out, just take a fucking break for a month. Get the THC out of your fucking system and then start back up again. It's not that hard. I've done it before. I've gone years with uh, smoking pot every day, and then all of a sudden, oh hey, uh, 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 I'm out. Uh, I don't have a job now, and I just time to quit. And like holy shit, is like man next time i smoke wow i do get high you don't need to smoke it every day uh, and if you're at the point where it's like oh well yeah it helps me from like uh going going nuts on people and going get a real drug addiction hit rock bottom faster and then oh hey all this uh oh wait hey now that now that i have nothing maybe all this um addictive behavior and uh all this uh all this needing all this chemical dependency is like really uh in my in my own head and it, and i'm actually uh harming myself um more than i'm doing good because i i have uh, a chemical depend maybe maybe you will start to realize these things once uh you've done harder drugs and i hate to uh advise that (laughs) but i mean i i mean i like it's probably better than going through life like a fucking semi-comatose fucking zombie for the next uh 20 to 30 years take your chances fucking uh roll the dice hopefully you don't die and get a real fucking addiction end of story Next on the docket, um, I've been having fucking really vivid, uh, dreams lately, um, and normally, like, I forget all my dreams, like, normally I just, like, I don't even remember them, um, but what, but I'm, like, recently is, like, weird, I've been just remembering, like, all my dreams are just, I, I, I've just been, like, incredibly vivid, and I, like, I've been just, uh, 
uh, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to get up almost. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm having fun in uh, <laughs> in dreamland. And, you know, I'm not the type of person who um, who derives anything, like, from where I, I think dreams have meaning. I think people search too much for meaning in, in everything and not just accept that things are just there. And, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I don't, uh, you know... I I would not have been very uh uh very acceptant of uh of Freudian um, wanting to fuck your mom like ph ph philosophy, but uh, so this one it's this one dream that I had it was like a really crazy okay so like um so there was a uh so there was a ghost that was uh. And it was just, it wasn't, like, visible or anything, but it was, like, um, it was there, it was a presence, it was an entity, and, uh, so there was all these things happening around me, and, okay, in my dreams, um, I always, I always know the place that I'm in, okay, I always know where, like, say, it's, 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 like, okay, so say, say, for example, like, I know I'm in Calgary in my dream, right, but it looks nothing like Calgary. <laughs> like it's like very um, the the buildings are always connected. It's a very um, communal type of living where you just kind of wander like in and out of buildings, and you don't really go on the streets. And like there's, it, it's weird. It's a very like uh, in all my dreams, like I I like I know that this place is this place. But it's it's not like it doesn't like it doesn't look like it like in in any of my like um, visions or interpretations of it. But I know it's this place. It's almost like a um, it almost feels like a futuristic version of that place. Like I know I'm in Calgary. I know I'm in Toronto. But it doesn't look anything like it lo <laughs> it looks uh, it looks today. All right. So we're um, I'm in this like. Um, uh, a building. It's like almost like a, a warehouse type of building. And I'm with a group of people and like things keep happening to, um, to, uh, to drop people from the group away and they're not being killed or anything. They're just like, okay, all of a sudden, um, this blast door closes and then there, uh, there was, you know, there was 10 of us and this blast door closes separating, uh, separating uh seven from the three and i'm part of the seven and then we go to the next room and then uh and then and then s someone else uh decides to check check out another room and then that and then they get locked out right so eventually uh eventually everybody i go everybody gets isolated away from me right and and then after i'm the only person in the room then uh then the ghost reveals uh, it doesn't reveal itself, but it, it brings me something like because uh, I can't see it, so it doesn't reveal itself. But it, I know its presence because it came, it came and like brought me something, and it wanted me to uh, to help it uh, perform a task and like fix this, um, fix this like this weird engine, uh, this engine sort so, sort of thing, and like was uh, so it, it, it was so it was so trippy, it was so weird. Like I love. Uh, I, I love these crazy these crazy dreams that seem so um, that seem so realistic and uh, you, you know you just but does anybody else have that where it's like um, where the the places you are in your dreams are like uh, you do, you you know it do, it looks nothing it, res it resembles nothing of um, the place that you know but you know it's that place so you guys do you guys ever have that like uh, I like it that's uh that's basically a, a large portion of my dreams are where i know i'm in places and it's like a futuristic version of that place like i knew i was it i was on uh young street in toronto but it was like such a um like an interconnected like uh uh buildings and uh interconnected like um uh communities where like you just kind of like 
you just go go wherever you please and the buildings are and uh, the buildings are huge and they have elevators and they go so high and uh i don't know it's just uh, there's there's very um there's there's very specific things about uh about dreams that and i always like with my dreams like they're always um i always have the it's always the good the like the best possible version of uh uh well sometimes it's like a a version of humanity that's like uh perfected sometimes like when uh say say you know when when like some shit's about to go down when somebody's about to uh, act out or when somebody is a little on the edge uh, in my dreams, like uh, when there's a, when there's people, when there's a community, everybody goes against that person, and immediately, like their, like their, um, their intuition uh, uh, to detect and uh, to detect and attack against a um, a rogue um, <laughs> a, a rogue psychopath or something is just like spot spot on, like. Um, if anybody is like go uh, uh, does anything wrong, it's like we all have this. Instead of like people, uh, a lot of people ignoring it, or it's like, oh hey, they're not fucking with me. Uh, they we immediately everybody groups up and attacks the person who is uh, who is trying to harm another or uh, the group or something. So that's kind of uh, that that's kind of like a, a mainstay. Uh, in my in my dreams also which uh which which is kind it's kind of crazy um now uh, it's almost been an hour and plus we have an hour so okay let's uh let's finish off on uh let's finish off on this okay i'm gonna give you five musicians uh where though their worst song is played on the radio so five music artists that their absolute worst song is the one that's played the most on the radio all right so we'll finish this off with a nice finish off this twa2k with a nice little list here are the five musicians uh that have their worst song as a radio hit radiohead with creep now you can you can go through radiohead's uh catalog and uh I'm sure you will come to the same conclusion. <laughs> um, and now, right now, for instance, I have a, I have an MP3 player. I have like 75 Radiohead songs on there. Creep is not one of them. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's so there's so much good uh, good shit by them. Like, uh, yeah, fuck, I could, I, I, I'm not even gonna bother naming like the 25 amazing Radiohead songs. Just Creep is their worst song, and it is played the most on the radio. I don't know. Um, the second, the number two uh, of this list. There's a no particular order, by the way. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. They always play Dancing in the Dark by fucking Bruce Springsteen. What other song have you heard the radio play by Bruce Springsteen that's uh, not Dancing in the Dark? They don't play Jungle Land. They don't play Born in the USA. Uh, they don't play 10th Avenue Freeze Up. They don't play Rosalita. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, uh, the, they play, like, it is, like, maybe you want to take, you want to parse out some of his, like, okay, like, really crappy, but I'm talking about, like, of his, like, uh, notable hits. You're gonna, you're, and you're gonna say, oh, yeah, Dancing in the Dark? Are you fucking kidding me? That... Spirit in the night. What about that? Fuck, man. Like what? Like what? Like why do you play this song? It is his by far shittiest. Um, even if uh, if, you, if you don't want to say it's his shittiest song, it's by far his worst uh, hit single. Don't understand it. Uh, another one. So number three, in no particular order, Portugal the man. They play, feel it still all the time. Now. I am a huge Portugal the Man fan. In fact, uh, I was talking about uh, recently having seen one of their um, like online concerts when we were in the thick of the uh, in the thick of the demic uh, and really really enjoying it. Uh, but uh, Portugal the Man, feel it still. 
is by far um, one of their worst songs. <laughs> uh, and it's catchy and it's good and it's like, but it's not like it, it's not uh, it's it's not great Portugal the man. Now, great Portugal the man is like sleep forever. Great Portugal the man is so American. Great Portugal the man is purple, yellow, red, and blue. Great Portugal the man is number one. Great Portugal the man is AKA M80 the wolf. None of which you hear on the radio. Uh, you only keep hearing this shitty, um, I don't even want to call it shitty because it, it's still a good song. It's not a bad song and it's a fun song and it's uh, so, but it's their worst song. <laughs> it's like, it's uh, of their hits. It's their, it's one of their worst hits. Um, Next one, number four, Nine Inch Nails. They only play Head Like a Hole, uh, which is um, a extreme disservice to the amount of incredible Nine Inch Nails songs there are, um, which, if you go through the catalog, it's vast. And, like, there, uh, there's argument over which one of their albums is the best. Now, um... I am one of the few people that think Year Zero is absolutely incredible Nine Inch Nails. That Year Zero is front to back my favorite album by the Nine Inch Nails. And you don't hear a lot of people uh, say this. You'll hear uh, Pretty Hate Pretty Hate Machine. You'll hear uh, Downward Spiral. you hear some people say uh, The Fragile. By far, I love Year Zero, and I, I think it's not one of those things where I think like uh, you're crazy for having a, t a take either way, but I think Year Zero is just such um, such uh, authentic Nine Inch Nails at its core. Uh, the Great Destroyer, uh, Capital G, um, uh, Hyperpower, uh, Me I'm Not, uh, like the, and it's so, like, so electronic and so hard and so, like, and not that Head Like a Hole is a fucking bad song, like, it's a great song, but, like, Man, it's a, such a disservice to to Nine Inch Nails. And of the of of these five that I'm listing, uh, the Head Like a Hole song is like the least worst song of of these uh, of the of this bunch. But it's just an extreme disservice to Nine Inch Nails. Like they have like uh, they have like fifty uh, uh, good songs. All these artists that I'm talking about have like at least fifty. Uh, high quality songs and you only hear one on the radio because it's the most radio friendly like I mean like so they don't play like what we were talking about before Bruce Springsteen like they don't play Jungle Land on the radio because it's like a 7 minute long song well 7 minute long songs also happen to be great songs you can't how can you make a great song if you're okay uh, 3 minutes and 5 seconds uh, um, uh, uh, chorus verse chorus verse chorus uh, done like you, you ha you can't. Like music and art is about um, uh, uh, breaking conventions and breaking structures. It's not about uh, it's not about falling into them, and that's why you don't hear any great music on the radio. And the fifth, the fifth uh, musician who has uh, the radio has done a incredible disservice to them by only playing um, uh, select. Uh, one song is uh, Nirvana and uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're gonna say. Well, they play Lithium. It's like, well, I know. But uh, there's a couple other songs they play by Nirvana, like uh, Man Who Sold the World. But I just think it's uh, a huge disservice to Nirvana if you go through uh, if you go through their entire catalog uh, and, uh, and, 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 and you don't think like anything else is great besides those two songs or worthy of uh, of being played a lot besides those two songs like incesticide is uh my favorite album by nirvana and they have and that album front to back is in, is fucking incredible and it's like so 
authentic uh and so like nirvana <laughs> it's like you know the hairspray queen uh <laughs> like like uh, mexican seafood like i mean and these are all uh, you know i and i know why it's done and that the radio has to have uh it's radio friendly songs but hey that's why the radio fucking sucks and uh that's uh, and that's why um and just another reason why um uh, why uh you shouldn't listen to the radio and why if you listen to the radio or like a particular radio station um over another that i really question your um your your music uh intelligence it just shows that you're not deep diving and you don't really like uh, the artists that, that you say you like, you just like them, like their surface or like the surface stuff and like the stuff they give to you on the commercials. Like when I was a, when I was a DJ and like playing all these like, you know, all these lesser known, uh, lesser known singles from artists, like people are, people's mind, minds are blowing. It's like, whoa, man, this sounds really great. It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you find someone that has a, that has a good, couple songs like you go through it yeah you you go through it and uh, oh don't call me a stand for that because you would be incorrectly using that word <laughs> but uh yeah i i'm just a fan of people that make great music and if you're good if you're good i am probably not a fan of you if your best songs are your hits if you have like um if you have a uh if you have a other uh, a lot of other great good to great songs that aren't your hits if your if your best songs are not your radio are not your radio friendly hits i am probably a fan of your work so uh, that's it i got to get to watching my football game uh go unc minus five and a half uh i hope you guys have a good month of september and that everybody was the world according to kyle podcast take care y'all